Hello and welcome to Cool Time Life. People, productivity and tech. I'm your host, Steve Prentice. Here's what you need to know about this podcast series. Each of our Cool Time Life podcasts is 10 minutes long or so in length. Each one focuses on a topic dealing with people, productivity or technology. Each contains short units offering ideas and facts you probably need to know about to thrive in today's busy world. An index of our podcasts and who I am is all available at steveprentice.com under the podcast tab. Managing time and tasks is not an easy thing, and it's not really a natural thing either. Human beings tend to be quite reactive in nature, and planning for activities and adhering to deadlines is not really in our DNA. That's why we have to learn specific skills to train ourselves into activities that do not come naturally. One of the most vital of these skills is project management, which is a collection of techniques intended to get things done on time, on budget, and correctly. So can project management be used in day-to-day life to manage time and priorities? The answer is yes. And the way it blends into goal-setting and personal achievement is pleasantly surprising. It's my pleasure to be speaking today to Paul Gallagher, who is the author of a new book entitled The Amazing Me Project. So, Paul, let's start by discussing why you wrote this book in the first place. So it came about because I was um, I had some problems in my life that I kind of needed to address. Um, one of them was, you know, my career. You know, I have some personal issues as well and um, some mental health issues uh, slightly as well, which I, you know, I needed to address. Um, so I started doing a bit of personal development Um well, I mean, I always did personal development anyway, but I started to really like focus on what it was that I wanted to be learning. So I started to um, get you know understanding of project management as a as a concept because I've been doing it in my career, but I've been using frameworks that I'd used within my uh, the organisations I'd worked. So I started looking at some um, you know more worldwide known frameworks. And while I was doing this, I was also like I say doing a bit of personal self help. And what I kind of realised was that these two things were the same. It was both sides of it were talking about you know you need you need a defined goal you need a purpose you need to know what your end goal is and whether that's in project management when you've got a specified result that's you know that's agreed on and how you work towards that or whether it's in your personal life where you know you you think about what your life goals are what your purposes are you know visualize them in your mind know you're going to achieve it and both sides were doing the same thing and you know it was just funny that i was working on both of these at the same time and then all of a sudden i said why don't i kind of put a framework together for managing your life goals in a project management kind of way and if you were to summarize the key messages of the amazing me project what would those be uh, i'd definitely say that it's you know like i say to really understand what it is that you want uh, i think a lot of people do think they have goals or they may say oh, i want this in life but it you know, might come down to a bit of social pressure or just you know what what do people expect these people to to want in life instead of what do they really want themselves so it's about being honest with yourself about you know really defining what your purpose is how are you going to excite yourself to achieve this goal um, and like i say it is about being honest with yourself it's about understanding where your weaknesses are where you might need to get more help get further support from different people and um, where you might want to offload some of the some of the work that you might have where you might not actually be the best person to be doing it so you know in your career you'd do that you'd, you know you'd hire a marketing company to do your marketing you'd go to a doctor for your health but in our life i feel like sometimes we try and take on a lot of the stuff ourselves instead of going out to 
you know, to ask for help, because I think sometimes people don't feel confident enough or ashamed that they might need to ask for help. So I think honesty is definitely a big, big part of it. It's definitely something that I had to kind of recognise in myself that I was trying to do too much myself. I, you know, I, I was very sure of my abilities, which, which I kind of am, but I can't be doing everything because, you know, if I'm, if I'm trying to do everything at the same time, something's going to fail. And exactly the same in our life in terms of, you know, our career and our families and our uh, finances. It's about knowing when to notice that things are out of balance. So if we're focusing too much on our career, what's happening with our family and friends? What if we're focusing just on our family, what's happening in our career and what's happening in our finances? So, again, honesty and just making sure that you understand what elements contribute to your life and making sure that you can keep all of them in balance. The book combines some key project management techniques with a really good angle on maintaining realistic goals and personal accountability by turning to others. Can you expand on that? Um, I suppose it's about, you know, it's an allocation of resource. That's what, that's what you know, the project is about. So how, how do I allocate my resources in the most efficient way? So if a person may have been on a diet for, they've been on the same diet for two years, and it's not getting any results, but they're not being honest with themselves that maybe they're not following it enough. But are they recognizing that maybe that's not something that they can do by themselves? You know, how do I go out and find someone else to kind of you know, coach me through that? You know, I call them the accountability buddies. How do I get someone who will actually hold me to account? Because in, in a project, in traditional project management, you'd have a project team, you'd have different levels. But in the Amazing Me project, you're kind of by yourself. So you kind of act as a lot of the different roles. So it's important to, you know, if, if there is an area where you know that, look, I'll, I'll say I'm going to go running every day, but, you know, I'm fine that I'm missing it, missing every couple of days, then you need someone to hold yourself accountable to that or don't commit to it in the first place. Because, you know, if you're not being honest with yourself, you know, if you, you're essentially just lying and saying, right, I'm going to do these things. But if you're not going to do them, you're not going to get the results. So you've got to be committed to the things that you know you can commit to, pushing yourself. Um, and then, like I say, having someone else to hold yourself to account. And that could be a family member. It could be, you know, a Facebook group, which is something that I've got going, um, the Accountability Buddies group, um, you know, family members, friends. But also recognizing that, you know, if your husband or wife or your boyfriend and girlfriend if they're not an expert at, at health, then don't ask them to keep account of your health goals because they're not the best person for it. Go and find someone who is because that's the best way to get the outcome that you want. It's about being efficient. You know, if we were ill, we'd go to a doctor, you know, that you'd go to the person who has that knowledge. And it doesn't always have to be something you pay for. Like I say, I'm sure everybody has a friend who's, you know, who's healthy, who's fit, who goes running a lot, who eats well. Ask them, just say, look, I'm doing this. Could you just keep an eye on me? Uh, every couple of days, just check in on me. Do it on WhatsApp, do it on Facebook, however you do it. Um, just making sure that you've got someone there looking, not over your shoulder, not to give you a hard time, but it just gives people that sense of, I need someone to be watching me to make sure that I'm doing it. You also use this in your personal life as an athlete. How does that work for you? You know, I'm, I'm a runner, I'm a marathon runner. So, you know, I, I try and make sure I'm training enough. I have apps on my phone that link to my watch and then my friends can follow me on that so people can see when i'm training and when i'm not and i'm also a member of a, a running group as well so you know i could go and train every day with them guys but i tend to just do it once a week but if i don't show up then they know that i'm not training so there's different ways of being held accountable it doesn't have to be necessarily a you know a structured relationship a real like i say having someone who's going to check in on you it could just be a way of making sure that people are aware of are you doing it and you know they, they don't know they may they might not care but for me personally i 
I don't want people to see that I'm not necessarily running as often as I am because that's just the way I am. Lots of times when people take on a big goal, especially a personal goal, they're going to run into challenges. They might stumble or maybe the mentor they choose isn't working out for them. So is that the end? How can they use your book to continue to move forward? Yeah, so that I mean that's that's a good point. I mean that does happen in projects and you know one of one of the main things in a project is ensuring that the um defined outcome is, is achieved and if during the project you hit upon a problem or something that's may render that project not able to achieve the um, the goal and the the way that was set out then you can cut the project short and that's what people do they just say look this isn't happening now we're not going to deliver this thing to the to the standard that we originally agreed the defined user isn't going to get the experience that they wanted so we're going to stop it and we'll move on we may relaunch the project in a different way and you know work towards that um, end goal again and we can do that in our lives as well i mean you mentioned mentors not you know not necessarily being there for us um, as much as we thought they would be or we lose faith in them or you know we may have chose the wrong person but again as long as we're recognizing that then you can do something about it and you know in a project this would be called a change so there might be a change in the project and you might say right i want to change my mentor now, if you change your mentor to someone who's, you know, they might have more faith, you might have more faith in them as a person and that person, you know, is is much more engaged in the process, but they might not actually be able to get you to that end goal in the same time frame or to the same um, level of success that you, you originally defined. And that's where it would come down to a tolerance. So let's say I want to lose 10 pounds in a year. I want to do, you know, lose some weight, ten pounds in a year. My accountability buddy, you know, I originally chose isn't going to able. I've got a new guy who, you know, he's good, but he's really engaged, but he's not necessarily going to get me there. And you might say, okay, well, I'm going to lose eight pounds in a year. Now, as long as that two pound margin is within your tolerance, then accept it. Just say, right, I'm just going to make this change, and that's my new goal because there's no point in failing. There's no point in getting to the end, and you know, you haven't done it. But if you said, right, this guy's only going to be able to maybe lose three pounds, then maybe you have to rethink about the whole process because that isn't your goal. That, you know, losing three pounds is a lot different than 10. I mean, it's, it's an odd example, but do you see what I'm saying about it's a tolerance? It's about how do you accept that uh, I can make this change within my plan and it's close enough, it's within my tolerance what my end goal is. As a project manager myself, I can see just how these techniques that you're presenting are not only practical, but they have proven to work thousands of times already. Where can people get hold of a copy of The Amazing Me Project? So, I mean, people can uh, get it online. They can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iTunes. They can go and buy it. This isn't a money-making thing for me. I didn't set out to write this book. I started just writing a short piece. I thought it was just going to be a PDF that I'd fire out of just how this framework could be applied. But it turned into a, a book, a, a whole book. And, um, you know, I stuck to my original plan. And that was just to be able to give it away for free. So if, if anybody wants a copy, just go to uh, www.theamazingmeproject.com where they can just download a copy for free and then put it into practice. So, Paul, thank you for joining me today on the Cool Time Life podcast. No, thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed it. If you have a comment about the show or a question you would like answered in a future episode, please let me know. You can drop me a line through the contact form on my webpage, steveprentice.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at Stephen Prentice. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. The theme music for the Cool Time Life was obtained through podcastthemes.com. Until next time, 
I'm Steve Prentice. Thanks for listening.